Welcome to the American Made and Paid Show, the home of free speech and independent thought. The big story is freedom of speech is really in trouble. The far left knows that at any time they can call for a sponsor boycott of anyone they despise. It is right here, right now, where you'll get your weekly dose of unfiltered truth. It's non-negotiable. Pre-existing conditions will be protected. This president has said this as a candidate. Insight. Very few people I know could have handled it. We can never, ever let this happen to another president again. An information that challenges the American way of life. Why don't we do this? Because we've kind of drifted a little bit here and we're rolling into another hour, which is good. Why don't we shift gears, Professor Dreg, and then actually talk a little bit about insurance, right? Because it's all tied in together. So let's talk more yeah, so we'll about see, that. I, I know without a doubt that the Black on Asian violence is really tied to not just EB5, because how did they trick all of these smart Chinese people into going into the ghetto? Well, one, they use greed, <laughs> but it's <laughs> yeah. the truth because they don't have to spend a million. They're thinking, oh fuck, just half a million? Oh, pretty good, pretty good, half a million, boom. Now they're in the ghetto. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of the scam is through insurance because the insurance company pays for black on Asian violence. They just do. And they don't have to pay out. Why? Because the government writes laws mandating all these people to pay a boatload of money for insurance. Yeah. And the insurance company doesn't have to pay out because the only way an insurance company has to pay out is through having a very good attorney who understands how to sue. And here's, here's what's more so to that, to add from my perspective, because insurance companies have become very, very good at this, and they're able to, I guess, uh, sneakily, right, raise your premiums for no reason. Even, like, sometimes the main primary reason here is time. Can you imagine that? It's like, oh, well, six months, you know what, why don't we just bump it up a little bit? But here's what's crazy about it. Insurance, there's always adjusters, especially in the event of cars, right? Yes. So, Here's the thing, and this we've talked about this, right? Where it's like, oh, we'll just duke it out right there. I'll write you a check. You go your own way, and we don't have to figure out this whole insurance mess. But this is where it gets stupid, is because say an adjuster comes out, right? And there's two parties at fault for, for insurance. You could end up having to cover for somebody else, get your premiums raised, because somebody else didn't have insurance, Therefore, you're the only one with it. And now you seem to be more liable overall for the cost, not just because of what had occurred, but for all the time that you had been paying for your insurance. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Here's the hilarious thing that I just want to also let all our listeners know. Haven't you ever read an insurance form? And what's the next thing that happens when you fill in that thing that says, well, in case the opposing party doesn't have insurance sign here or check off on this box and guess what usually happens the moment you <laughs> you get flooded with an army of insurance agents you probably get like 10 different calls from 10 different numbers and you ask those 10 people if you actually take their calls you get 10 different answers it's yeah confuse you nobody understands how insurance works <laughs> and the fact that you have to be licensed to sell insurance basically tells everybody who has a brain that it's all a complete scam. Why do you need a license to sell people reassurance for their safety and their protection in the event that danger strikes? See, man, see, what you just said 
I'm telling you now, I'm going to say it right now. I swear to God, you got to run for some kind of office, dude, because see, you understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I usually want to, that's the thing, right? In the first hour, I wanted to hear everything you had to say. And now I'm starting to put the pieces together, but it's true. And the thing is, you don't even have to have an extensive understanding of history. Just look at how it works. Just look at how social security works. You have been paying more into it to cover people like, I mean, we don't have to get into Social Security. I don't want to change the subject. But back with insurance, right? Why do you have 30 different insurance providers calling each individual up? And we're not talking calling you once within the hour. Haven't you noticed that the minute you fill in a form, you get a call for the next six months? Actually, not even that. Every quarter. And it's always yeah. from 10 different insurance providers. Because it's meant to confuse you. Nobody is actually supposed to give you a definite answer and nobody really knows how insurance works. Like you can define deductible, you can define comprehensive and all that, but the way it's actually administered, the way it's actually work, it's meant to confuse you. Yeah. No. And it's, it's, I'm telling you now, that's why people hate attorneys because they think people believe it's the attorneys that did all of this. No, they're just the ones that actually went to school to understand it. But no, the, the the politicians were the ones that did it they made this happen and only a politician can undo it but how many people like seriously how many politicians honestly understand how insurance works very few people even notice what you just said seriously (laughs) go their whole lives and they'll never understand it they go well you know insurance means protection and safety but that's you know because that's what it says in Merriam dictionary I'm telling you, it's, oh man, like, see, that's why. When you, when you brought up the Merriam dictionary thing, I'm not going to lie. It made me kind of just rethink for a second. And it's like protection from what? And say you go your whole life without any instances. You probably just paid hundreds of thousands of premiums, right? Every single month. For no reason. For no reason. (laughs) But here's the thing though. I want to make this distinction very, very clear for the listeners in here and say that no, not purchasing insurance doesn't make you an idiot. I, I always recommend that people have some money saved up in case something happens, right? Say somebody, somebody, you get into a car accident, your repairs cost two grand. Then it costs two grand. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you need to be able to come up with the cash, right? Now, here's the thing. As far as medical is concerned and people getting charged $200,000 medical bills, one thing I want to say is this too. The reason why medical bills are so inflated is because of a lot of the regulation and a lot of private health industries competing with each other. So the price is really inflated. So that's a separate thing, but it doesn't have to be that expensive. Imagine if you could just go to a doctor, right? Who is like, hey, why don't you uh, cut the the trees uh, or the branches off my trees and I'll fix you up your broken bones for $1,000. No, but see, they do do that. It's just against the law. I know that's what I'm saying. It's the regulations and the laws. But if you could just go to a doctor who'd fix you up for two grand, as opposed to getting admitted to the emergency room for a flesh wound. No, but that happens in rural areas in this country. Like you can go to a lot of rural areas and that's how it works. It's just, you (laughs) know, better. Yeah. Yeah. They do it their own way. Cause like, you know, yeah, because, you know, I, I, cause I don't know why I'm focused on your guys' conversation, you and Kim Iverson, but she did make that note, like, just go to the woods, go to the woods. Like, well, in the woods, that's 
dude, it might be better in the woods. <laughs> he also you know made, I, no, no, and I did say that. I said, hey, if I want to go build my own hut, you know, my own hut, my own house. We were talking about yurts at one point. Dude, oh, okay, and, cool, and yeah. animals, yeah. But here's the thing, though. Here, here's when, when people talk about the woods, what she's really talking about. And I am going to say this because I know people who will kind of use woods as an all-encompassing term. What they actually mean to say is go to a rural area. What yeah, they would, exactly. What they would consider a, not like a shithole, but basically that. Because here's the thing, and this is, this is how I know this. You know, when you ever ask these people who come from metropolitan areas, cosmopolitan cities, anything that's not a big city like Los Angeles, Manhattan, Austin, Texas, is going to be, oh, this is the woods. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they don't really know what they're talking about. When I say the woods, I, I, I meant like away from civilization, not living like in a small town that's a farm town. Well, well, but that's exact. Well, see, because it was a metaphor. She didn't really mean it literally. Sure, but, uh, sure. <laughs> it, it, yeah, no, but that was my point. Like, it's not like, yeah, people just don't get it. But it's not bad to, because here's the thing. In a way, that was her attacking how to be sovereign. So, yeah. you know, because a lot of people think sovereign people are a bunch of idiots. People and who I, live I, off the land and all that, and just have well, not just living off the land, just being self self sufficient. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, self sufficient. So live off your own, you know. Well, yeah, because like, like my like uh, the guy I was telling you about, the guy who literally, and this is not a lie, he has an electric battery that go that can literally go five thousand miles off of one charge. He was Tesla uh, offered him millions of dollars. Toyota offered him millions of dollars for this technology. He won't even patent it because that's how much he wants nobody to know about it because he's really seriously wants to start a colony on the moon. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but you know, but I know that sounds crazy, but I I understand why he wants to do it because he wants to get like 5,000 like-minded people and just live without money. Just people trade for services. I I guarantee you this though, if he was not, constrained by the laws of his own country and he actually was able to mobilize people you'd be surprised people could actually make things happen but here's here's part of what we were talking about with social conditioning guess what they beat it out of you after you go to college as you get older in this system you almost lose track of what it's really like to be able to reach for the stars as a man think about it and this is where Alex Jones, I got to say this, man. And I, I know I, we've mentioned Alex Jones a couple of times. When he talked about arrested development, like that blew my mind. Because it's true, right? Think about this, right? Think about a five-year-old kid for a second here. What's the most amazing thing about a five-year-old kid? If you really think about it, a five-year-old kid is sovereign to some degree. Because yeah. what do they always say? I'm going to build this building. I'm going to be king someday. I'm going to be a ruler one day. And the thing is, they have healthy egos. They have like the basically the basis, right, for the foundation of being sovereign. But the thing is, as they get older, the world beats it out of them. The university system beats it out of them. All of a sudden, you wanting to strive for something more than yourself is ridiculous. Is ridiculous. See, that's what I'm trying to say. Sometimes if you were some guy, like a hunter-gatherer living out in the woods and killing bears and stuff, like 
think about that for a second. Like you, you make what you can and your limit is only the only limits you put in your head. The problem is with collectivist thinking and academia, that is part of arrested development. There are 35 year olds who live at home. You're not supposed to live at home after 18. So when you're five and you're ready to take over the world and you leave home at 16, like they did in the old days, Alex Jones has a point. Well, not just that, but remember this, because like, I don't know if you even had something like this, but I when, saw it out of context, but I thought it was great. I mean, it gave no, me no, 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 but think about this. When you were young, did you ever build a tree house or a fort? Yeah. See, and that's my point. See, it's still legal to do stuff like that now. I know. And that's what I was saying. It's like, <laughs> why can't I just go to Yosemite and build my own log cabin? Well, you can't because it's protected uh, environmental and national park reserve. You but know, here's the thing. Why can't you build area. that in your own property? If you own the land, why can't you build your own little tree house and live like that if you wanted to? You could, but let me, let me guess what would happen. They would get you to buy insurance. <laughs> and well, no, two, well, well, not just that. It's worse than that. No, no, because this is a real thing. Yeah, there, yeah. Was a, there was a show, I forgot, on this Discovery Channel or something like that or, or some kind of like history channel or something, uh, some educational channel. And they focus on tree houses, really elaborate, fancy tree houses. So there was a tree house that they featured in the Bay Area, the city made them take it down because it was against regulations, even though it was on their own property. Hmm. Because if you don't have permits and things aren't done correctly, they can mandate you to take it down. Wow. Even if it's your own private property. That's, it's not about insurance. It's about the city telling you. Because yeah, that's what governments see, do. That's see, what they, these they, lawmakers they interfere. do. They even interfere when you build something for yourself, right? And here's the crazy thing. Did you know this? I mean, you know this, right? But I remember talking to somebody about this. He had actually basically built his own car. Like he had built his own combustion engine and all that. Guess what? He's got to go out and get a permit. He's got to go out and get a license because yeah. it's a motorized vehicle. But it's like he built it himself. It's okay, so but primitive. Let me tell you how they justify it because this actually happened. So with this treehouse I was telling you about, this guy, the father, he built it for his kids. Right. And, and, and trust me, they wouldn't feature a treehouse that is dangerous on this TV show because their whole thing is, like the, the premise of this TV show is that you can build, you know, like, you know, you could use the environment to build really good, safe, and livable, sustainable environmental living all right you know just by using what's around you like a natural rock a natural tree without killing the tree without killing wildlife that's the whole thing right, living right. with one with the environment so they're really picky about the tree houses or you know unusual houses they pick and the city justified making him tear it down because he didn't want to pay like the millions of dollars in fines and, and studies and, and because you have to do a lot of environmental impact studies and is the land gonna, you know, latch properly, you know, whatever, all these things that are totally irrelevant, uh, that these guys just won't know, uh, because it really is. Cause I know a lot of people argue, Oh, well, what, look what happened in Flint, Michigan. You know, the, the, when the water, the, the pipes leached and, and all this contamination happened, 
but that had this has nothing to do with this what we're talking about this is specifically for this guy's private property and he owned acres of it and this was his house and he's the father and he's a good father. obviously he's a rich man to build such an elaborate house right because uh, it literally was a house but technically it was a tree house because it was in the trees and it was badass i mean he had like yeah he probably did it all professional and everything it was probably had running electricity well he was an engineer himself so he was they can build on their own man and then the government steps in hired a couple of mexican dudes you know how it is (laughs) but but the thing is you know how they justified it by saying because it's unsafe for the children even though other scientists other engineers other architects, you know, the people who put the show together, like other science, like real environmental scientists who understand, you know, um, basic chemistry and things like that. Uh, everybody was like, wow, this is like so cool. But the thing is, because the city had no part in it, they told him to tear it down. And he did. He tore it down. He goes, I'm not going to fight. He goes, it's not worth it. So he just tore it down. Wow. And uh, I don't know if he still lives in California because I'd be pissed. But they justified it by saying, well, you never know. What if something happens? What if an earthquake happens? What if this? What if that? The safety of the children, the safety of the children. And so he had to tear it down or else face millions and millions of dollars in fines. And the city, the oh, government has that type of power. I know, I know. They're interfering with you here. Even so think about land. You can't even, you probably can't even build a farm without them taxing you for some stupid thing. No, but think about this and arrested development. That's how serious arrested development is in this progressive areas. Yeah. They yeah. Want and nobody to do anything. Absolutely. But, but see, here's the thing. And here's why when, when Alex Jones from InfoWars talked about that, I know people who are listening to me are going, oh, okay, Zach listens to Alex Jones. Bear with me for a second here, because I do want to make this very, very clear. Alex Jones, right, is probably, honestly, if you were to, if you were to really just like put everything into context after what he's done for the past couple of decades, he's probably one of the few most sovereign people in radio. And let me give you an example. And uh, this is kind of another instance of it. He had walked into, I think this was back in like the nineties or whatever, right? He was protesting um, something like going and getting a new driver's license. So he went to the DMV (laughs) and apparently he brought with him like something like eight or nine forms of identification. So he brought his passport, his driver's license, a W2 form, right? Like social security card. He brought like nine forms of identification. But here's the thing. They wouldn't give him a driver's license unless they got a fingerprint from him. And he said, I believe that that means the government is now too in control of my life. Now that now they have DNA of me, now they've got my fingerprint scan. It's like, I'm giving you nine forms of identification. You're telling me I need a fingerprint scan. And whenever you see Alex Jones getting turned up protesting and yelling and getting taken out of the room, you know why that is? It's not because he's wrong. It's because he knows his rights. And he's one of the few Americans who actually knows his rights. It's like, oh, you're just going to turn over your personal information? You're going to turn over some of your DNA to the government so they can have it? That's crazy. But see, that's why why no one, that's why everyone thinks Alex Jones is crazy, but he's actually a fundamentalist when it comes to the Constitution. He knows his rights. But but, but, so I want people to think about this as well. 
because because like I, I man i wish i'd see like i wish i listened to alex jones now this listening to you talk about alex jones i'm like wow, i really got to listen hey, to this i dude. mean savage was his mentor they you know yeah, see, I, too see, different I like savage that. because see i like scientists seriously yeah. like I, I really dig the sciences i have my own uh group of people who are really heavy like i know professors and things like that so you know but anyway that's neither here nor there so like not that I don't respect people who aren't scientists, but you know, I, but I like what you're saying with Alex Jones, but I want to take it further. But think right. about this. Alex Jones not giving up his fingerprint is really, really crazy to 99.99% of the people. Right. And I'll and tell I you why. Because, and, and, and this is how backwards this people are in this country think about this everybody's willing to somehow some way give up a fingerprint and let everybody have their fingerprint and you could i mean with today's technology you know you can make fake fingertips and do all kinds of crazy stuff yep. and identity yep. theft is easy that's when what i was gonna yeah government system but hold on on this Think about that. And everybody's so willing to give up their fingerprints or retina scans or whatever it is that they have, but they don't care if you have ID to vote. Think about that. These stupid people are giving up their, their personal information about themselves for security, but the one thing that keeps them secure, which is voting, they don't care. Nobody cares. You could be totally illegal. And you, need, you don't need to fingerprint yourself or nothing. The things that helps takes away your rights <laughs> because all of these illegals are going to vote for more progressive people. And even if, if you're a Republican progressive, they'll vote for that progressive person. As long as you're progressive, these illegals will vote for the most progressive person. Why? Because they need the freebies. They're getting freebies yep. with no identification. That's None. How it works, you see, they have fingerprints on their, and their records. That's why they can get away with murder. Literally, they commit murder all the time. But not all the time. I would say a good maybe. I would say the illegals. And because I'm just going by from experience, just, just from what I know, from, what, sure. from work and everything else. So reported and unreported. I would say at least 10% of all illegal immigrants have committed murder. And when I say murder, that means involved in vehicular manslaughter and things that weren't classified as murder. About 10%. And none of these guys are going to be fingerprinted. None of these guys are going to have, you know, some sort of like saliva sample. So when they rape people, because look, I would say about half the dudes commit rape. <laughs> Seriously, that high. Yeah. Really? That yeah, that that's high. Probably gonna, that's probably gonna shock some people, but I mean, well, because rape doesn't go reported. Just like when you can combine unreported and what what is reported, because it's part of their culture. Raping as much as you don't want to admit it, but they even rape dudes. It's real common to rape a guy. Like if you lived in Mexico and you know you're like that guy that's a little effeminate, you know, you're a little twelve year old boy. The whole neighborhood's gonna have at you. This is how it works. Oh, 
Yeah, I know. But and the thing is, people who don't come from the background you come from can't accept this. You know, they think it no, doesn't they'll never happen. Look, and 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 I, you know, there was this girl. They called her pee pee girl because she always smelled like pee. But every <laughs> guy, no, oh, but it's man. the truth. They no, no, her... I know, I know. I, I shouldn't be laughing, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. The way you said it was no, just no, like, no, wait, no. what? <laughs> no, but it's the truth. Like, because in the old days, look, because everybody had names, and if you like. And, and the, uh, it was kind of, I don't even want to get into it, but like Fat Vic, he was fat. Yeah, girl, that, that, that's street nicknames right there that you just bestow on people. No, but that's just how it works. So Fat Vic, I remember because Fat Vic took me to Pee Pee Girl once. <laughs> I was like, oh man. And uh, 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 uh. so it was, it was, um, I almost said it because like one guy, like the mod dude, there was this one mod dude. And because uh, I remember I was telling you, like, because when we were growing up, it wasn't like, because see, like, when we were fighting Asians, it was because Asians had their own games. It wasn't because of EB5 because we were being displaced and nothing like that. It was just how it works. So you just, you know, we're idiots and we just fought a lot. Um, but I remember, uh, you know, this one mod dude, he because he was the one that met PP Girl because PP Girl, <laughs> she was like, she was ah gosh she was like she was into satanism you know what i mean and, uh, <laughs> oh, and she always smelled like pee so and i remember that one time i i you know i went down over there because they're like oh yeah da 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 down like i got nothing else to do yeah so, fat vic and, and 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 the mod dude they had at her and then so anyway so when they left and we were just talking me and peepy girl i was just started talking i was like i used to what's up with all of this you and your pentagrams. I said, you know, this is all fake, right? And then she goes, oh, no. And she was like, I said, what is wrong with you? Something's seriously wrong with you. You were just with Fat Vic and, and this other guy. And because, you know, because I know Fat Vic, <laughs> he's not going to agree with it. Because, okay, so like with Fat Vic, he had like, uh, like he had his own little clique. And, 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 and you know, like, I don't want to say it was like a real gang, but he had like a car club and all these things. But he was fat, so of course he's gonna mess around with PP girl. Uh, so uh, anyway, so I, you know, because I was at, I was like, you know, this whole stuff with Satanism and and, and you're pretending to be a witch. That's like you smell like pee, and you were just with Fat Vic. I don't get it. Why do you do what you do? And because I just, you know, because I was trying to learn, like, because I was thinking, you know, like I was like, we can make money here. You know, like in my head, I was thinking we, I don't know why I was thinking as we, like maybe I had multiple personalities, but yeah. you know, in my mind, I was thinking, man, if I could organize this, I could organize that because peepee girl, I mean, she was dirt skinny. I, uh, maybe she was on crack. I don't know. Uh, but I thought to myself, man, you know what? If I can get like peepee girl and some other chicks, like I could run a real stable, but, uh, but I guess there was no point to that story, but yeah, I was gonna—I was literally just gonna ask you. I was following along, following along, and then all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait a minute! How no, exactly did we I get here?" To like, see, because like <laughs> when I started thinking about the past, I was like, "I think that's what started me into like really hustling, like street hustling, like how to make money." That's I think funny. meeting people for the first time was. Uh, was was how i started like trying to make money because dude like if you would have known fat vic you would have been like there's no way this girl was gonna be with her i mean i knew what was wrong with her she was a satanist and right, that's how so. she knew the mod because you know a lot of mod guys or mod you know like the mod culture 
they're into that. You know, like the death rockers, and I don't know if you even knew what that stuff is, but there's something like uh, goth, gothic mods and, and death rockers. They all believe in, like, not all of them, but the death rockers for sure, they believe in Satan and stuff like that. That's like their whole get down. And uh, so anyway. How did we get here? We were talking about. I have no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a point about Fat Vic and, and Pee Pee Girl. No, but so we were talking about rights. We were talking about how it's crazy that you can't. Oh, yeah. Without authentication. Go. Okay, yeah. So continue your story and then wrap it up because we've got to oh, keep No, this I'm talking about rape. Okay, so this oh, is rape. Oh, okay, so okay. This, this is about rape. So, uh, I know. Okay. That was okay, like we'll try a, to keep it as civil as possible because, you know, even though we talk no, about a lot see, of raw stuff, this is... All right, go ahead. No, but this is the thing. We grew up with a lot of illegals. That mod dude was an illegal immigrant. Got and it. Peeping girl was my age, and see all these other people. I can't take you seriously every time you say PP girl. Well, because I don't even know her real name. Like I <laughs> never knew. Her, like, dude, like we never know anybody's names because everybody has nicknames. Okay, I okay. Had a nickname. nobody knew my name because everybody knew me from my street name. Got it. Got so, it. You know what I mean? So, and that's the thing. It's like uh, this mod guy was an illegal immigrant, and. You know, and PP girl was literally my age. So, and we were extremely underaged. And she was having sex with adult men. Oh, man. And that's part of the illegal immigrant culture. And I'm telling you now, murder, about 10%. Rape, half of the dudes. Okay. It's part of what... Jeez, wow. So, and that's, and that's the whole story with PP girl because that was like my experience of watching... You, you know, and of course, Fat Vic was an American, but, you know, he was, you know, first generation. So, you know, his parents were, were immigrants and, and it's just first generational stuff. And, and, and it's just part of the culture. Part of the Mexican culture is, you know, dating young people, guy or girl, don't matter. And, uh, and the thing is like this. These dudes don't have to give up any DNA samples. These dudes don't have to give up your fingerprints, but somehow, someway, every American are willingly giving up their DNA or their fingerprints. So, so they wait, wait, I, I think I'm starting to see where you're going with this because here's the thing, because they don't have those records, those DNA records of you, therefore you're harder to trace. Therefore you're not on file. But so they're criminals. They should be traced. Well, but guess what? But that's what I'm saying. Without that information, because they didn't have to give it up, <clears throat> yeah, for no consequence no but think about no but see people think alex jones is crazy for not giving up their his information because think about this the illegal immigrants they know not to give up their information why because they don't want to get caught right the u.s citizens give up all of their i mean the most personal information your dna your fingerprints what makes you you they're willingly giving it up for insurance purposes you know insurance meaning safety and protection safety and protection right right so guess what they're not safe and they're not secure because people are hacking into the dmv and stealing that information they're making 3d models of their fingertip uh uh 
design so they could wear you know, on their fingers and people can steal. Oh yeah, yeah. They do that and it gives them access to sensitive information that requires a yeah, biometric no, but, scan. But it allows them to have files and folders of your DNA knowing, so they know your family, they know who you're related to. And see, no, the but funny thing is, out. we're talking about this, we're starting to sound like those crazy people on InfoWars, but the thing is, it's true. <laughs> because because here's, no, most, main, most mainstream outlets, right, will never say this. They will not say this. And the thing is, I will defend Alex Jones on that. Okay, there's not, I don't agree with everything that he says, but he's I'll, got a point. I'll defend him he's too got because a point. he's right. He's right about the whole, I mean, I know I keep bringing up the Arrested Development thing. That thing is absolutely true. We just talked about that. And the second thing is this, DNA. And people think he's crazy for not giving up his fingerprint at the DMV. Literally, they had another shot of a woman that was just like, I don't understand what his problem was. I gave up my fingerprints. I felt safe. And then, you know, Alex Jones is looked at like the crazy, you know, loon that Exactly. Is. But he's no, ex- not and that crazy. Was my whole point. He just knows yeah, no, but see, but, that's, but see, but that's, ex- no, but see, but it's really worse than that. And see, people have to understand, like, I don't think Alex Jones ever said this, so I'll say it for him. Uh, because, because I else, because this is what everybody needs to know. The people who vote to take away your rights are the ones who are not giving up their saliva, their hair samples, or their fingerprints at the DMV. They're not. Mm. And they're voting in these people who want more restrictions, more liberty taken away from you. That makes sense. That makes sense because you don't even need all that to vote. Yeah, you don't need that to vote. You don't need to put up your ID. You don't need to put up your fingerprint to get your ID, they just vote away. See, because illegal immigrants will continue to vote for people who will vote away your rights or, or uh, uh, legislate your rights away. Because right. come on, why in the hell do you need a fingerprint? Seriously, well, thing, why? Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And the thing is we've been led into a false sense of security where we think that the government just needs this as a way to keep your records right but it's like here's the thing that that alex jones was willing to cooperate them on and i really need to emphasize this point for the listeners he brought with him nine forms of identification and that wasn't enough and that's the thing he was complicit he said hey i got a passport for you i got a birth certificate you know, you can look at my W-2 forms. Heck, I'll even give you a tax form. Like, what yeah, else? My social security number? <laughs> yeah, social security number. He gave all that except his, his DNA. D- yeah. No, and, that's- and people thought he was crazy. He's like, dude, Alex, just give him the fingerprint. They don't need anything else. It's like, you know, here's the thing. FBI criminal background checks, right, can only be conducted with fingerprint scans. You, you're familiar with live scans, right? You need that before you go into a school. You, go, you need that. But here's the thing. Nowadays, a lot of that information can be very, very easily falsified and worse, misplaced. That's the problem. It gets yeah, misplaced. No, but I'll tell you now, you know, Alex Jones, his mistake was even trying to get a hard copy because you don't need to submit anything just to get it on paper on record. Hmm. I don't, I don't have a hard copy. I don't have any hard copy IDs because I won't do it. <laughs> I won't give up my fingerprint. Seriously, I don't need a hard copy. You know, I just go to the cops. If I ever get pulled over, I just tell them who I am. And they look it up on their CAD system and boom, there's a picture of me and they'll look at me and okay, you can go. 
That's how it works. Well, you do need a license, man. No, yeah, you have one. You just don't have a hard copy, but it's on the system. That's how you get around it. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, okay. People think I'm crazy. Look, look, instead of doing what Alex Jones did, I just, I don't need it. You just live without one. I don't know how, like, seriously, like, I get what he's trying to do, but you know what? It's like, it's not. Did he it, get a hard copy? I, I'm curious. No, no, now. I don't Did know. He... I don't know. I think they're no. They were just they were copies, right? And the thing is, he wasn't actually going in there to renew his license or whatever. I know Alex Jones from that context. He was going in there to prove a point. He was going in there to prove a point that Americans are too easy to give up their rights because you know. And Alex Jones is the original "don't trust government," and he doesn't say that because that's a you know yeah. all-encompassing term. He's like, no, this is the reason why you give up your DNA. And yet these illegal people who come into the country and vote, they don't have to do it. And they'll continue to vote on restrictions that take away your rights. He you said that or are we saying that? I'm no, we're sure. saying that, but I feel like that was his intention. He yeah, always don't does this. credit for stuff that we're saying. <laughs> okay, well, what I'm saying is, no, but, but I've listened enough to Alex Jones in context. So for all you people out there who are like, oh, you're crazy for listening to Alex Jones. No, I really suggest that you actually read between the lines and here's the thing about being an independent thinker and this is where you know people are dumb when it comes to this kind of stuff is when you listen to people like that and they think you're crazy because you listen to alex jones it's like i don't agree with everything but i can think for myself so what we're talking about right now about this whole giving up your rights giving up your dna that's something that we came about think you know with the conclusion as as a result of our discussion but the, the idea is... No, but it's also part of social engineering. This is social engineering. This is like making us give up our fingerprints and whatever forms of uh, you know, personal like DNA or whatever, you know, saliva. I don't know if they collect saliva, but it's coming. <laughs> well, I mean, sometimes it's necessary, you know, for like, you know, you know drug tests, making sure. No, no, but that's different. I'm talking yeah, about for, as forms of ID. Yeah, forms of ID. They in prisons, they do that in jails. Right, right. Well, all, all for record keeping purposes that are filed. Well, they do it to see about other crimes. So they want to sort like, you know, if you rape somebody, but they're not doing that to the illegals. They're not. And that's the point. The illegals are the ones who are doing certain things. See, okay, let me make a correction. I understand Americans rape and kill. I get it. But they already willingly give up their DNA samples and fingerprints so they could be, you know, ID'd real easily. But illegal immigrants cannot be ID'd. And if they're committing such crimes like rape and murder at such high rates in the population, because that's a like, think about if half the dudes, and that's like, because illegal immigrants, I would say about 70% of all illegals are men. And if half of those men are committing rape, 35% of a population is committing rape. That's a lot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah, those are those, those are extremely people. high numbers. Yeah. What, no, and if they're raping people at a 35% rate, they have to be ID'd. Why? Because that's how you catch them. Mm-hmm. It, because like, you know, being raped ain't it ain't no it ain't no joke. So Yeah, that's yeah, a horrific it, thing to do to someone. Yeah. It, no, but and the thing is like this, you can't catch them if they're not in the system. So 
I believe you should get DNA samples of illegal immigrants because they're illegal and they shouldn't be allowed to vote. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. At the very least, I agree with that, right? Get, get DNA samples from them, especially if they are refusing to present any kind of documentation. But see, here's the thing, right? It's an illegal immigrant. If they give that up, they can be traced. They can be found and they can be deported. Well, but they can be, look, they know, they, look, I hate to say it like this because I know they're humans, but look, as soon as they see them crossing the border, they tag them and that's, that's like, look, we got you in the system, we got your DNA, you better behave. Mm. But here's the other thing. But, but the thing is like this, because this was like a twofer. Uh, so you got all of these people doing all of these bad things, not being able to be traced. But on the other hand, you have Americans, just will, law-abiding Americans like Alex Jones or whoever. Well, no, not Alex Jones because he's not doing it. But everybody else giving up their fingerprints. And then they be, and as long as you're in the system, you can be victimized. It's amazing. Everybody is willing to be victimized for convenience. It's so convenient just to give out your fingerprint. It's just a second or two. Mm-hmm. But now you can be victimized by all of these people looking to steal your identity. And it's not just illegal immigrants who steals identities. Shit, if I was still in the hood, I'd probably do it too. I would. Why not? I could be 10 different people. I can get their fingerprints, everything. Dude, like, it's so easy to, to make a fake I don't want to say fake hand, but like fake fingertips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on, on those with, gloves, with right? Yeah, with, with stolen fingerprints. Yeah, of course, well, yeah. It's, you see that all the time just, in movies, yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's uh, really? That's, uh, I, I don't think, well, like the type of technology, I don't think it's out in the movies yet, but it can be done. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Here's, here's why I want to tie this back to what we were originally talking about in this segment, right, with insurance. Because the same way we willy-nilly just give up our DNA in the whole context that we were just talking about is the same way we justify paying insurance. It's for, and I want to get this to all the listeners' heads, it's for a false sense of convenience and safety that you're not yeah. going to get. So insurance is inherently tied to that example that I gave about Alex Jones to like, hey, you know, you go to the DMV, you want to get a renewal, and now they're asking for your fingerprint? For what? And the thing is, I think even for myself, if I didn't think about this critically, why on earth do they need your fingerprint? Especially if you got four or five different forms of ID that have already documented you. I mean, you got a birth certificate and a passport. Like, what more do you need? I used to do this in human resources. It's like, hey, to give someone a job, guess what? You need proof of identity, proof of employment. That's all you need. And therefore, you're able to work, right? So when it comes down to the DMV issuing you IDs, why on earth do you need to give them a sample of your DNA? I think that's absolutely crazy. But well, people do and, then it, and, the, and the guy at the DMV will say, it's a means of guaranteeing protection or uh, safety. It's the same thing. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. The guy at the DMV, right, is no different from that licensed insurance agent on the other end of the phone just going, oh, yeah, this is what your deductibles are going to look like. And, you know, it's like in six months, you know, whenever you have this or you have collision, this is what it's going to look like. And it's the same deal. I mean, when you have to look into the dictionary and insurance is, what is it? Safety? Uh, or it the- literally means like the second definition, because like the first definition is the like most colloquial, I guess. 
Casual. Yeah. Assurance of insuring persons or property, coverage by contract whereby one party undertakes to identify or guarantee another against loss uh, by a specified contingency of peril, the sum for which something is insured. But then the real meaning, number two, the second definition mm -hmm. is um, a means of guaranteeing protection or safety. Literally, that's what it means. Yeah. That's what it means. The letter, the literal definition. And I, I even like the, the, the examples they have. The contract is your insurance against price changes. And that's how politicians talk. They speak that way. That's why they're I, all lawyers. That's why yeah. all of them, they go in are lawyers because they know how to fool people with language. With no, and, and, and this is something like you would hear like a progressive will say this, this second definition uh, example Frequent hand washing is good insurance against a common cold. That's how they speak. They speak like that. That's how they trick you into this false sense of, of, uh, of security that, you know, and you're so willing to give up all your liberties because these people know more than you. And here's another thing too, about how the law and the language works so well for progressives, right? I think this was a, a Democrat president that had signed this, but I, I believe it was Bill Clinton, right? And this was during the time where, I don't know if it, was, it might've been a different Democrat president, but there was a president who said that, you know, I will sign a sort of a bill for abortion, right? As long as you indicate the clause in which it also pertains to the woman's health, which means she has a say in it. And just by that notion alone, it basically meant that the rights of the unborn is completely given up at the sole discretion of the mother. And that's how Roe v. Wade works. Because health, yeah. what the hell does that mean at the end of the day? Right? Mental health, economic health, <laughs> you know, physical you know, but health. See, but that's like, that's I don't like talking like, about abortion. No, 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 I know, I know. We're not going to talk no, about no, no, abortion. No, no, but no, I'm just well, no, but it's, but no, but this, it's a really good tie-in. Like, man, I wish I could talk about it without getting emotional. Yeah, That's why I don't like talking about it. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, yeah. it's a real important thing to insurance. But, 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 but listen to how that law was written, right? It says, I will happily sign any pro-life bill, any bill pertaining to it, as long as you include the clause where it, the deciding factor is up to the woman's health. So you see how it sounds, oh yeah, and then you, you throw that in front of people to go, oh, that's amazing. Why wouldn't I support that? Listen to that. Listen yeah, to that for a second. Ultimate, dude, I'm not kidding you. See, it give, is, but it gives up the rights of the unborn just in that sentence alone. Well, see, and that, because I, I heard you and Kim talk about this too. And, and, and the thing is like, the one thing I think everybody misses is that, is that, uh, and, and I believe this, because this, this is real science. But then again, like this is, this is also something that people don't get. I believe life starts at inception. Like when the inception. sperm hits the egg. Yeah, that's, I believe that too. That's life because why? And, and not that because I'm, a, you know, because like I'm an atheist. It's, this is just based on science. So just scientifically speaking, what else does life start? Are you kidding me? It doesn't make any sense. So scientifically speaking, everybody knows it's a life as soon as that egg hits the sperm. Sure, sure. But the thing is like this, but on a spiritual level, come on. If you honestly believe you have a soul, how do you not know that it starts at inception? 
conception. Start yeah. like three months, four months, five months. It's all BS because I think Asian culture, they believe in that, you know, being reborn mm-hmm. type of stuff. So one soul travels to the next soul to the next, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, there's a movie about a dog's life and the dogs. <laughs> the dogs well, I mean, in, in some in some Asian ideologies or theologies, right? There's the belief in reincarnation. Yeah, that's what it's called, reincarnation. Yeah. So even in reincarnation, so there has to be something to it, because it's like I just believe like our energy, like once you die, like I don't think it's it's kind of like your energy just goes somewhere, who knows where. But it gets transferred somewhere because that's how energy works. Yeah. And it just moves from one spot to the next. If you call it a soul or whatever. I don't know. I mean, is there life after death? Probably. But uh, here's my thing. I honestly believe that, that uh, you know, the thing is, it's like abortion is the ultimate insurance policy to, uh, to make sure that these progressives will always stay in power. It is the ultimate insurance policy. That is why. That's right. Yeah. But that's why they do what they do and add it to the health insurance and all this other stuff. Oh, I mean, come on. What woman? And I'm not a woman, but, you know, this would like I would ask him this question. Come on. If you honestly believed that delivering a baby is going to kill you, why in the hell would you ever have sex? (laughs) because <laughs> seriously why would they do it if it's gonna if babies are gonna that's just that's a myth but that that's that's the that is all part modern of science is not gonna let a woman bleed out to i mean no, i remember, like in the old days yeah it's painful because man i've seen babies being born and i know women's go through a lot of pain but it ain't gonna kill them yeah but that's the whole concept of sexual female liberation is being able to be absolved of that responsibility. And the thing is, you know, that's part of it. I'm, I mean, it's not the sole <laughs> responsibility, but, but to take it back to, to what you were saying about progressives, right? Ensuring that their power will always stay with them as long as they ensure that right to women. Here's also another reason why. One fifth of the American economy is tied to healthcare. So yep. reproductive rights are inherently part of that. That's why it's all related. That's why progressives want to sell you more insurance. I mean, what? What's going to be next? They're going to sell you insurance for, uh, I don't know, somebody said something that offended you. So I guess now you can, you know what I mean? Like, that's what yeah, I'm saying. No, no, they, they'll totally justify know. anything. So, well, and reproductive well, rights are what singularly divides people for the most part in this country. But it, but it doesn't even divide anybody. Because I believe all these women are being tricked into it. I really do. Sure, because sure. come on, yeah. Like women eventually will always have the urge to have kids. I don't think men have that urge. Men have that urge to have sex, but not really to like. I don't know any man who literally has sex and goes, "Oh, I want to make a baby." You know what I mean? Like they're not saying, "Oh, I'm going to name this one is going to be, you know, Professor Drag the Third. You know, like that's not <laughs> how guys have sex. Yeah. And and I know women might think like that, but but I don't know any man that does. So you know, and that's the thing. It's like, come on, like this whole thing about abortion and being a part of healthcare. That's not about, dude. That's murder. There is nothing like. You're just literally, it's just uh, a different way of looking at killing people. Kind of like how, you know, driving drunk is a way of killing people. They don't call it murder. They call it manslaughter. You know, they don't call killing babies uh, 
you know, infant, uh, infanticide, they call it health reproductive rights, but it's still murder. And it's all just all tied into insurances. And, you know, like they got all these women believing that if you have a baby, it's bad for you. It's going to kill you. So for your protection and for your safety, get the abortion that might affect how you have kids in the future. Because it's insurance. That's what it is. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm telling you, I don't care. Insurance in any form is a scam. It's a hustle. It goes against biology. It just does. I don't care what insurance, auto insurance goes against biology. It just does. <laughs> no, I mean, well said. It goes against biology. It just does. But Seriously. Hold I, on. You know, I will say, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. You know, now that I think about it, do I still kind of cling on to it a little bit? Sure. But I mean, I got a lot of unlearning, but that's the idea here is to get people to understand that if you really think about it, right, if you really think about it, and I think most people also to some degree get it. Like they, they, they obviously didn't dissect it the way that we did it here, but most people, you ask them like, oh man, your premiums are $300 a month. How often, you, how often, how often you go to the doctor? Never. It's like, dude, why are you doing that? It's like, well, cause I have to, who told you? Well, everyone's doing it. Right. Does it make sense though? Not really. So why do it? Okay, so here's our advice. Well, here's my advice. I don't want to speak for you, but my advice is always this: follow the law. If you need to get insurance, yeah, that's why we do it. Of amounts of insurances that you have to get. So if you have to get auto insurance in California, the fifteen thousand dollar minimum is yeah, the. Yeah. That's, that's what the I do. Insurance you get. Don't get the insurance that has two hundred fifty thousand. Sure, sure, sure. And that's what I would advise to people as well. It's it's, it's basically what you're saying because my insurance for health and all that. Yeah. Because we're like the as the show says, American made and paid. Eventually, we're gonna talk about how to get paid. <laughs> so when when you are rich and you're worth tons of money, the way not to sue to you know, to protect your assets is always to become, uh, um, become incorporated and then let the insurance company deal with the corporation of you. Because I just trust me, if what's that, his guy, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, if Mark Zuckerberg, he's driving around in his fancy little car and if he runs you over, you know, and somewhere in Palo Alto, guess what? He's a corporation. You're, you can't sue him for his personal assets because he doesn't have any. No, no, you're right. You're right. And you know how people have been able to defend themselves against financial obligations is by doing that so that when they declare bankruptcy, it's under their incorporated, not them. Dude, I guarantee you this. He does not have auto insurance. <laughs> he doesn't. But what he does have, he has a $250,000 bond sitting at DMV that goes untouched. Huh. Because when he hits somebody, you know, he's going to get his own personal lawyer, prove all this stuff and da, 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 da. And you'll be lucky to get five grand out of that 250 <laughs> or, or whatever the minimum is to drive legally without insurance in California. And yeah. that's how it's done. You put up your bond. But if you're really smart, I wouldn't put up the 250 because it's sitting there not getting any interest. I would just pay for the $15,000 minimum. That's what you do. That's the mm -hmm. smart way to go. And it protects all your money. But we haven't really gotten to the part how to make money and stuff like that. No, no, it'll, it'll be slowly over the next few episodes. But Professor Dreg, I mean, I think that this has been a 
wonderful segment about it. Just to obviously keep it brief for our listeners, do you have any final thoughts regarding insurance specifically? Because I think we really just dissected it here. And I hope people who are listening, I hope you really got something out of it. Because if you really think about it, you know, all we encourage people to do at the end of the day is to just foster independent thinking. And also like, you know, with Alex Jones, with the example of him, if you decide that you listen to him every once in a while, consider aside from the theatrics, what he is actually saying, because he's not wrong. I mean, granted, he's a very entertaining radio talk show host to listen to who's been kicked off of everywhere, but he's not wrong. <laughs> yeah. I like his, his sidekick, that guy, John Paul Watson. Oh, Paul Joseph Watson. Yeah, that guy. He's funny. <laughs> but anyway, but anyway, so like my final thoughts is like this. Insurance, like PP girl, they're all full of it. They're just full of it. There, there's just it's just yeah, it's a it's a scam. So either way, yeah, man, this is, you know, just a scam. I I can't say more than that. Just it's just a scam. So, so, but, but, but the thing is, that's the thing is we still continue to do it because number one, we're still kind of in that sort of uh, Republicans and Democrats alike, right? Whether you're on the right or the left, you know, we have kind of been put under the law to at least have the minimum guarantees. So, you know, we're not suggesting at any point on the show that you go about not getting insurance. That's obviously or break not, the law don't or break, break the, the law. law. Don't break the law. But consider thinking about this, you know, every time you decide you walk into a government agency and they're asking for something or you feel like you have to pay for something to be able to feel more secure, just consider thinking twice about that. And that's all I really have to say. So thank you so much, you guys, for listening to this show. And we will talk to you soon.